Welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be discussing Halloween. Halloween. Is that like Vincent Price? That's uh, something. Um, Anyway, what about Halloween? That's not Nikki. That's some thriller, thriller night. Uh, what about um, you know it used Spooky. to be called it used to be what about Starlight Night? Actually, what about or something like that? The original title for Thriller was Starlight Night or something. What like about that. Spooky Spooky Night? Our 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 grandfather, our granddad, our granddad who has now passed. Away. Well, he actually he lived a very long life. He lived till he was a hundred years old. He wrote he wrote these like novelty songs back in the day. And one of them was one a hit was like in a St. Local Louis. Hit in Saint- can you imagine that? A hit in St. Louis back in the there day. There used to be hits in, in cities. Locally, you know. Uh, that was a thing back in the day. He had a you know? hit Halloween song called Spooky Spooky, spooky, spooky Night. Night. You and know, it kind of en- ended like, I don't know the whole song, but it was something like Spooky Spooky Night. Something like that. Um, there was, you know, the Royal Teens, that, that Who Wear Short Shorts, that was a local hit or regional hit, actually. No, that became a national hit. No, be- because... Otherwise, Bob Gaudio, like he would, he would have had more connections. No, he did. Bob Gaudio, by the way, was part of the Four Seasons. If in case, but he was in the Royal Teens beforehand. He did, Nikki. Trust me. I watched, he wrote all the best. Nikki, I watched uh, Four Seasons. Songs. I watched the musical Jersey Boys. It talks about it. He was young, very young, when he was in the Royal Teens, and he was touring with really big acts. But he just, I guess, they didn't have another hit or something. He was introduced. To I the, saw the movie Jersey guys. Boys. Well, in any event, what about ho- uh, ho- our well, topic is Halloween. What about Halloween? Do we, we like Halloween? What do we like and what don't we like? We're going to talk Halloween. about trick or treating. Trick or treating. How old is too old? How S- young is too young? Scary uh, things scary, in general. Scary, uh, scary movies, movies that are usually really costumes. scary. Costumes. Um, we might get into like. Uh, Politically correct costumes and whatnot. We might talk about that one incident, incident at, at Yale, Yale University that was really. Well, yeah. What do you mean by politically correct costumes? I well, mean, you we'll know, discuss what you well, mean by that. We'll discuss. What I don't I even know that. why you brought that up, but I guess. Well, it's just another thing. To I talk guess about it is Halloween. something that Yale thing. That thing. It was kind of a thing. Yale viral. University. This Yale University thing. We'll is, talk about it though. But we'll talk before we get to that. Though we have some station business. Bum ba dum. Station business. That was I sang not in the key. I was just playing the guitar in. Station business. Station business. Station business. Station business. Station business. Station business. Yeah. Uh, okay. We have a big show coming up. Our second edition of our Vintage Basement with Max and Nikki comedy and music show. Mostly comedy, a little bit of music from yours truly. Um, uh, no, but the most of the comedies from, well, in addition to us, but some great headlining comics, including, including Mike, Mike Kaplan, Kaplan Jenna Friedman, Lisa Traeger. Lisa Traeger. Rob, Rob Cantrell, Cantrell, who's one of our personal, personal favorites. And Jim Twos. And Jim Twos. 
And what date is that going to be that on, Nikki? That is on Monday, Monday October, October 16th. Get your tickets. Get your tickets now before they sell out because they will. Either go to maxnicky.com or horsetrade.info. Should be easy enough. By the way, Max and Nikki, N I C K Y dot com. M A X A N D N I C K Y dot com. Or horsetrade.info. That's H O R S E T R A D E dot info. Feel like we're doing our PSAs uh, when we used to be DJs for KLX. Um, that is a radio station in Berkeley, California. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a really big show. Make sure to get your tickets now while you still can, because our last show sold out, and it will likely sell out this time around too. So get them while you still can. Um, anyway. So we got that. Uh, what else, Max? Any more station business? Um, um, we're recording some new songs right now, and uh, so look out for that, our band, Little Person, person songs. Um, one Those of them, they're really exciting. Look about out for that. that. One of them, I think we we might be soon release that maybe somehow. Sure, yeah, because yeah. it's going to be a more acoustic kind of song, a more acoustic kind of vibe, but it still fits within the Little Person little realm. Person realm. Um, in any event. Uh, something I do want to talk about before we get to our main topic, um, Kirby Enthusiasm is back on television. Um, maybe we can talk a little bit about it. Max and I are big uh, Kirby Enthusiasm fans, big Seinfeld fans, big TV fans in general. Big Larry David but fans. But very big uh, Seinfeld and Kirby Enthusiasm fans. We've seen every episode of both of those shows many, many times over. Oh, well, especially Seinfeld. Especially Seinfeld, but especially Kirby Enthusiasm too. And it is such a funny show. Um, but what Both do we think them. about this season premiere? But what do we premiere? think about the season premiere? Uh, for those who watch Curb Enthusiasm and do not want any spoilers, I recommend fast-forwarding maybe oh, three, three five, minutes. Three, we're not going to talk that we're long. We're not going to talk Maybe three minutes. Um, and, uh, so, and start that three and minutes now. now. So what do we think about Curb Enthusiasm, the premiere? Uh, it was okay, I guess. I mean, it, there were some funny parts in it, but uh, why don't you describe what the downsides? Well, are? Well, I thought it was some. It was funny, you know, um, and some funny. Yeah, definitely some really funny parts. Uh, Leon is always funny. J, played by JB Smooth. Um, the what, what I thought about though, there's something that it seems like Larry David is hyper aware right now of what made the show funny or what people thought the show, why people thought the show was funny in the past. And I feel like they're like playing into that a little too much somehow. You know what I mean? Uh, Right. There's something there. You get a sense of that. It's still funny, but there's some sense of like, okay, you're doing these things that are staples of the show that it just, it seems like you're playing in that to that too much. Maybe even in Larry David's neuroticisms or his trouble with you know, banal things like even just that opening of the soap in the beginning is funny, but there's something about it that makes it seem like Larry David is very aware that he knows that the audience is going to laugh at that. You know what I mean? Something about that. Um, whereas before also, it just seemed like he was just, it was just showing him complaining about something that was stupid. You know? Well, sometimes actually, a lot of times I actually agree with him what he complains about. Um, now, another thing about this episode, the new episode, is 
the cinematography slash direction seemed a bit too flashy. I mean, well, it wasn't yeah, that flashy, the, not but the whole was, time. But especially the first actually shot there of was it this, was this uh, drone shot. It was uncharacteristic of and the, the show. The style of the show was more of a. Uh, documentary kind of show. Well, I mean, that was the pilot of the show. Was like this mockumentary type of thing. But there, it still maintained that sort of feel, which was kind of like this. Like we're experiencing this altered reality, this real life kind of feel. But it, I mean, it's not really. But and when they showed that shot, I made it seem too cinematic somehow, you know. And I didn't quite. I wasn't quite it into wasn't, that. Fit, it didn't fit into the world of Kirby enthusiasm, right? Um, and also something that was a. You know, it has shown Larry David obviously, you know, do some big things in that world of career enthusiasm, like do the Seinfeld reunion. But that that was something that pertained to Larry David himself. And same with him doing Broadway. You know, it still was in that realm a bit, though. But in this this new season, the premise seems to be that he's having a trouble with, you know. Islam, you know, like the, and he's like all over the news because he was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and and even that, him being on Jimmy Kimmel Live, there's something about. It's like, why would um, it doesn't make sense for Larry David to be on Jimmy Kimmel Live, uh, uh, based on the persona he plays in the show, because the persona that he plays in the show, he would doesn't love have this, doing. No, that kind no, of that's not what I was gonna say. Oh. He doesn't have the show Curb Enthusiasm to promote. Therefore, they wouldn't just have some creator of Seinfeld on the show, on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Well, he's promoting this Broadway play. I mean, right, I guess. No, that was not why he was on Jimmy Kimmel Live in the episode, was it? Yeah, it was. He was talking about his new Broadway musical that he wrote. Yeah, it seems something weird. It seems like, you know, I I don't know. I mean, that's fine. It's just... There was something about that that seemed a little off. I'm not quite sure how to put it. You don't it. see creators of Broadway plays who people don't really know that well on like a late night talk show, you know? I mean, have you ever seen Neil Simon on a late night talk show? I mean, or was he ever on like The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson? Maybe he was, but I mean, I don't know. It I don't seems- know. That's not, Nick, you're not making a good argument here, actually. No, I, I don't, whatever. It's just that there, there's it, something it ruins, about it that It seemed- ruins the reality of the show, which is that he is the co-creator of Seinfeld, and it's about his life after Seinfeld, whereas, you know, him being on a late-night talk show in Kirby Enthusiasm, it kind of is a is a It makes him meta, seem a little too thing famous where, or something. Yeah, it makes him seem too famous, whereas kind of the conceit of the show was that he was the co-creator of Seinfeld and he wasn't incredibly famous. You know, it's the kind of thing where like he could walk down the street and people wouldn't recognize who he was, but him being on a late night talk show in this episode, it is the kind of thing where he becomes, he, he passes the threshold into like kind of more major celebrity, celebrity territory. Right. Right, exactly. There's something about now we're following a celebrity somehow, you know, and right. that doesn't seem characteristic of the show. Um, I mean, he is a celebrity, but it's just there's something about that. And he lives in that world. And there are celebrities that always make cameos in the show, but now he's become that celebrity and doesn't quite fit. And, and also just the premise of the season, it seems like that he's this focus of... Now it's all this focus on him in the world, like this Islam thing that has... 
he's like all over the news now. You know what I mean? And that doesn't seem really care. It's something very big, and that doesn't quite seem right. Larry David in the, the show, show would never be all over the news, you know? right? And also, in addition, that was something I, I know some people. Uh, well, some of the Seinfeld creators are the people on Seinfeld talked about the last episode of Seinfeld and why they thought. Some people didn't like the last episode, and I've seen interviews of them talking about why people didn't like the episode, and like Larry David or Jerry Seinfeld has thought, well, it's because we did something really big, and people weren't used to that, you know, because the show is always about some small things, you know. Um, but with that said, I will say... I actually don't think that that's why people I didn't personally like, don't think that that's why the people didn't like the last episode. I think it was because like it was uh, the last episode of Seinfeld was mainly a clip show, but not just that is... Uh, it, it never showed the actual main characters taking take the stand, stand, the stand and be able to defend themselves against these people who had some choice grievances, words, grievances against right. them. Right, you know? that was my main problem, it, just because it didn't quite make, even in the silliness and the zaniness of it all, there's something that still made unsettling. some sort of logic sense in a way. I mean, I mean, a lot of times in the last couple of seasons, things were so absurd and did not make sense at all. And right. it, that's why it was funny. But there was something, but in, within the context of a courtroom, there's some, you have to kind of maintain that logic of being in the courtroom. And that, some, right. that was problematic to me. And the judge somehow. seemed like it, he was like a, a man, he was portrayed as a man of uh, integrity. Know, integrity. Whereas like, you know, for example, the episode of Seinfeld where Kramer's trying to drop off muffin stumps at a, at a, you know, a, what do you call it? Garbage, garbage dump. At a landfill. At, at a landfill. And, you know, none of the guys running the landfills would let him drop off these muffin stumps. Because they Obviously, had no, because they had no tops. They had, it was the tr- muffin stumps he was right. trying to drop and, off. And, and that is so completely it's so illogical and absurd. absurd. It's so ridiculous. But that's the joke, though. But that's the joke of that. And it's, it, the whole episode isn't serve as, that doesn't serve as the basis for the whole episode. Right, you know? and the problem with that last episode is... The final episode. The final episode is... The joke isn't that they don't take the stand. You know, it's not the... not the. It doesn't have to do with the logic of, of the right, courtroom. All right, they get, you know they get that, they get that. Anyway, this is... We're going off. Right, anyway, still... But I still, still, I'm excited still, to keep still, watching I'm Kirby still excited to keep watching Kirby Enthusiasm. It was still funny, nevertheless. You and know? Uh, it really is one of my favorite shows of all time, you know? Right, it's, right. It's a very funny show. Right. Um, okay. Okay, now on to our main topic at hand. Okay, we, Halloween. real quick, though. Uh, you know, there's something I'd like to do before we get into, like, a, a band or song. Just mention this, you know, like this new band that we found out about. The song is pretty good. I mean, they, they Oh, the Shacks? Yeah, the Shacks. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. They... Good on, I guess, Apple Music. I, I watched a commercial. I mean, it was a pre-YouTube clip commercial, and it was this song. I was like, what is this song? It's really good. And it actually, it's, it's from a band, kind of from a band called The Shacks. No, the song, it is from a band called The Shacks, the, that, but it's kind of... It's a cover of a song that was written by... The Kinks. The, no, written by Ray Davies of The Kinks. They played, no, but the Kinks the would, Kinks play, it would play it live. They never released a, an actual studio recording until actually Which the early weird, 2000s actually. of it. Um, but other people did cover that song with some notability back in the day, actually. But this new cover by The Shacks is pretty darn good, gotta it say. It is, but I will say it's, you know, the song, it just goes to show that that song is pretty... Well written. Well written and, and quite 
you know, timeless in a way. But you checked out some of their other stuff with the Shacks? Yeah, it's pretty cool. That song is their... I, I, well, I haven't checked all, all of her stuff. I feel like they're going to get big but soon because check of Check them song. out while you can. I mean, they, they really... Uh, pretty good band. They're young, too, man. I can't believe it. They're only 20. Um, but yeah, Apple Music featured, featured the lead singer... In the commercial, actually, I didn't even realize that until God, I she got them up. double the money for that. That's crazy, man. I wish I got that. But um, it, hey, that using that song worked on me. I will tell you, I looked up the band because of that. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, that worked. Um, anyway, Halloween, hollow Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, come down. <laughs> I'm Vincent Price. Is that, is that good? I'm Vincent Price. Come on down to Halloween Town's uh, annual mattress sale. And oh. Annual mattress sale. Um, anyway, 50% Halloween. Off. Do you like Halloween? I do like Halloween. I do like it's Halloween. It's very fun. It's a fun thing. I like dressing I up. I like the idea of dressing up in costume. They don't have to be <laughs> scary costumes. It sounded very... Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's great. I like, tr- you know, people being inventive with costumes. It's a fun time, I must say. Um, and not everybody likes Halloween for some reason. I guess they don't, I, I don't, actually, I don't understand why people would dislike Halloween. Well, it's maybe, just maybe the things associated with Halloween, which we'll get to, that might make people feel a little uncomfortable or just maybe make them feel like, ugh, like stressed out. One being parades might stress people out. I kind of like them in a you way. You don't have to be involved in the parades. That's ridiculous. No, I know. That's but, poppycock. Um, yeah, I know. I don't know that many people that don't like Halloween, though. I mean, I don't know what you're quite talking about. but Well, um, Larry David talks about how he doesn't like Halloween. He doesn't well, like any holiday, really. Right. Um, I mean, speaking of costumes, Nikki's like got this crop top on right now, kind of costume or something like that. What's going on here? Um but um, anyway, well, first of all, Max, why uh, is if that you, like if that? Max, shut up. If you uh, end up dressing up this year for Halloween, you, do you, have you thought about what you're going to be? I don't know. I mean, I've had some really fun costumes in the past, I will say, sure. especially in high school. I, I, I got to say I had some good ones in high school. Uh, one year I was the Fonz, which was very fun for me. I liked that. Uh, the next year, I was a classic PE coach. That was real fun. I liked that one a lot. I had these high shorts, and I act, I had this gray sweater that I made a stencil. I made a stencil that said "coach," and I colored it in onto the sweatshirt on the sweatshirt that I wore. It was a gray sweatshirt, and I wore a baseball cap, and uh-huh. I you had a whist, yeah, like yeah. a whistle that my mom gave okay. me to use. It was fun. And then one year, and, you were- but you know, by the way, my my bulge was kind of showing in the shorts, and a lot of my friends were like. Put so that big, away. Big bulge too. Put that away, and I was like, "Well, I can't." Big I, dick, big dick size max. No, it was it's BDS, not. It's not. B, you know about BDSM? Big dick size max. Not that. And it's, no, that's not true. I mean, it. <laughs> what I'm saying about that is, it basically, it just had to do with the way the shorts were, and they were kind of tight, and also my boxers were kind of tight too. So they kind of, kind of pushed things forward more or something, you know. That BDSM, <laughs> whatever. Big dick size Max. Anyway, uh, and then one year Max. Hold was, on, let me just finish. Oh uh, God! You know, around that time I started exclusively using briefs because okay, I felt Max, that please they concealed things enough better. Enough of this costume. Move on to the next one. Um, enough of these this costume. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't say that. What costume? Never mind. Oh, what? That's not funny. Why? 
It's not funny. <laughs> Why? It's just kind of funny. <laughs> Max, okay. okay. And then one year you were... And then the next year I was Quail Man from Doug. Now that took some real... You won what? Second creativity. prize? And- I won some prize. I think it was most creative costume in, in school or something. High school. High school. Or it was maybe funniest costume. A Doug funniest costume. No, just kidding. Uh, not funny. No, Doug funny. No, what you just said. No, that's pretty funny. Come on. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, you know, my mom helped stitch like his green vest, and and then I had some underwear over my shorts, and I had the belt on the head, and I made a cue and everything, and it was good. It was fun. For me, I always tried because I didn't, and work. I had a cape. For me, I didn't want to put as much work in this thing, so I tried to do like practical things, you know, like the way Adam Sandler would do. And <laughs> Boring. And so, you know, my go-to costume that I've done a couple years for for a few years actually is being a lunch lady, and it looks funny. Oh, that was it's funny. It's funny. All you got to do is just put on an apron, some you know rubber gloves, and uh, I know it sounds funny, but a shower cap. Because it kind of makes you look like a, and it, that's, know, that's all you need. You, know? he you can bring a spatula. He should have put uh, a hairnet. A hairnet, but it did kind of look funny with a shower cap. Uh, so that's I've done that a couple times. It's funny. I also was a stand-up comedian one year, um, basically, but it was like a classic '80s style stand-up comedian with like ten, like white tennis shoes and like. Uh, you know, like a suit jacket that and you tie. Were in tenth grade, or were you just an eighties guy? No, that in eleventh grade I was a stand-up comedian. I and uh, in tenth grade he was but, like just I, a guy I, from well, the eighties. Let me finish my costume. I was going to say that. Gosh, oh sorry, I didn't ruin your your things. Oh, sorry, jeez. Anyway, in eleventh grade I was that stand-up comedian. I just brought a microphone with me, and you know, I just kind of was like basically a Jerry Seinfeld esque type of stand-up comedian. That was my costume. In tenth grade, though. I was like, I didn't know what to do. So I just wore a suit and like made a skinny tie. I didn't have actually have a skinny tie, but I made my only tie. I used the thin, thin end, end to look like a skinny to tie. To look like a skinny tie. And I made my hair in such a way to really make myself look like an 80s new wave artist. So I, in a set, essentially, I kind of looked, and I rolled up my sleeves. I kind of looked like I was from like the band Human Nature. I mean, not human nature, but uh, human the, league. Human, the league. human league. Human league, sorry. He looked maybe like the lead singer of human Although, league. Although, to really look like the lead singer, if you really wanted to look like I an 80s pop star, you should put makeup on. Put makeup on or and lipstick earrings. Even, yeah. He had earrings, too. But you know what? I didn't want to do that much work. Um, and I always have ideas of what I want to do for Halloween, but it's I get lazy and I don't end up going through a lot of years i actually you know max and i have these venetian masks that we got in venice Italy. oh that was a good oh, and so okay, yeah uh, yeah talk I'm, about that my go-to a lot of times uh lately has just been to wear one of my venetian masks with a uh actually one year in college i, I just a, basically my senior year of college it was kind of funny i because i got all this stuff from studying abroad and traveling around me too and basically so i kind of wore like a a faux tuxedo outfit and I wore a scarf that I got in Spain, this really gaudy kind of, uh, sort of, you know, flashy scarf. Gaudy, Gaudy. not gaudy. I know, whatever. I I wore my Venetian mask uh, and a bow tie and I wore my fez that I got from Morocco. Yeah. And my, my idea was that I was a world traveler. (laughs) (laughs) That was my uh, costume. I did something similar actually that year. I got a Venetian mask myself that year, as Nikki and I had both been in Max's Venice at the same time. Max's was very weird, by I, the way. I, 
Because like, he had got a full mask. I got a full I mask. Got a Nick got a half mask. mask. I guess because he wanted to be able to breathe better, but mine looks more interesting. Also, you know, I didn't want to get any, like, you know, I didn't want to break out in any, you know, acne situation. No, but you got to just, mask. you got to do it. It was carnival when we went. Anyway, carnival. I, ha- I had carnival. Carnavale, I think is what you uh, It's actually Bobby Carnavale. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, he's an actor. Um, no, die, you know, no I'm telling the audience, is what I'm saying. Carnavale. Is it, oh, it's Carnavale? Yeah. Oh, Cannonbally. Um, Cannonball Adderley. Cannonball Adderley. Um, anyway, so I had the Venetian mask, which had these like musical notes on it, which was, it was very me, you know, I liked that. Um, and then I had also the Fez on because we got in Morocco, a Fez, in Fez, Morocco. I got a Fez in Fez, Morocco. I got a Fez Morocco. in Fez, Morocco, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I haggled for it, but I didn't win that battle. That guy was not budging on that one. But you know reason. what? We still paid for, we didn't pay that much. No, it was pretty cheap. Um, and then I also had this, um, this kind of like turban kind of thing that I got in Morocco that I made as a cape actually instead. We wore it as this kind of turban, not a turban, but it was like, it was like a, it covered your, it was for like wearing a shawl in the desert. Kind of, it, was it was like a for shawl desert, kind of a thing. Uh, make sure you don't get sunburn and stuff right. like that. So, uh, but I used that as, as a cape and uh, yeah, it looked like this strange creature of the night or something, you know, and, and it really was where it worked. My friend Matt at the time was like, oh, what are you doing here? And he didn't think I would be able to pull it off and that I, or something like that. I'm not quite sure if he was that negative about it, but when he saw me with it, he's like, oh man, you really pulled it off, you know? Oh, I remember him saying that. Anyway. Anyway, so it can be, well, the point is it can be fun it to can, pick- it can, Pick costumes. Well, it can it can uh, bring out the creativity in you, and I like you know, that. This year, it. I've thought about maybe uh, going as Agent Dale Cooper. Um, oh, that's a just good because idea. It's easy too. It's easy, especially for me because my hairstyle is kind of like that already, and <clears throat> I have a suit. I could wear a suit, and you know, I just got to get like one of those American flag pins to make uh, it look like I'm from the, right. from the FBI. I should say, in 2011, my brother, my older brother Brent, and me. And I oh look up this video look on up YouTube. this video on YouTube I think it's on Brent Weinbox no vi- me and my a video of my older brother and me okay video of, I know but I said my, bo- my older brother and I and I was gonna continue oh, okay uh, went actually we went trick or treating as an ex- sort of a social experiment because uh, it was pretty old at that well point, ho- you know? hold on we're gonna get to that though because. Should there be a cutoff age for trick-or-treating? Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to it, but check out the video. I went as a ninja. <laughs> well, it's funny ninja. because they, they Max barely and the ninja fit outfit, in, though, he barely fit into this. The ninja outfit, outfit was for right. younger kids, basically. Uh, but Max, the social looks experiment, pretty, Max looks pretty young yeah, for The his social age. experiment was to see how people react. Me acting like a child and going trick-or-treating while my older brother Brent played my dad, he went as a dad too. He like you know dressed as. And a what dad. were people's reactions overall? I will just say, look at the video. It's very funny. Go to Brent Weinbach on YouTube, and you can find it's Halloween 2011. Actually, if you just type on YouTube, uh, if you just type uh, Weinbach Halloween, I bet that's the first thing that that might come up. come up. Right. It's I gotta say it's very funny. Uh, I mean, I'm not tooting my horn when I say that. It's just more like the interactions with these people is funny I to mean, see, you it, know? It, it's funny. I mean, just to kind of brief you on it, it's like, you know, people either thought Max was kind of retarded or 
like and with cause, some cause, weird dad cause, cause, with some weird dad Brent as our dad kept saying or as Max's dad kept saying this is his last Halloween like what did that mean did that mean he was gonna die or like or did that mean like his father was banning him from Hall? what does it even mean to say this is your last Halloween he wasn't even saying this is this is your his last trick or treating it's saying this is his last Halloween <laughs> It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, uh, check it out. There's some very, other fun stuff in there. It's really, really funny. funny. Um, uh, and that was an interesting... I got to say, it was very nerve-wracking to go up to these houses. Uh, I mean, it really felt... Now, here's, very, the, here's the thing, though. Um, should there be a cutoff age for trick-or-treating? I say no. I mean, because us, uh, you know, what people might refer to as adults, although I still don't think of myself quite as an adult, even though I age-wise I technically am, um, people might consider that too old to go trick-or-treating. But we love candy. We love candy just as much as kids do. I know, but you could buy it. I know. That's the point of it. We could buy it, but we love getting it for free. And well, what also, I like about... Here's the thing. Well, I, is can I, we okay. like the idea... I, I, I like the idea of kids enjoying themselves, so we'll give time for the kids in the first few hours to get you know, get the best stuff, but well, I'll be, I'm happy to take what's left over at the end of the night. And so Max, uh, our sister, Laura and I have gone trick or treating recently, actually in San Francisco and Cole. Well, in, it was mainly in Cole Valley. I should just say, because it's, what is cool about going in Cole Valley and we kind of did it, but it was, San Francisco. yeah, it was more for just checking out. The Cole scene. Valley is a, a little area of San Francisco, right. by the way. It it's rich, like it's very, a rich kind of, uh, affluent area, affluent area and, the the houses are are very beautiful and really but, made up. But for the Halloween. streets around there are very classic looking. I would actually even say maybe midwestern kind of looking streets actually with hills though. With hills, it just there's something classic about the way all the houses were done up. They're they're really decorated. And these kids were kind nice. of roaming around the streets, and you can hear the noises of kids trick or treating and having fun. And it was very classic seeming, and that it really kind of puts a uh, a smile on your and face, and we've done it a that. couple times. And um, this one time, well, we what went, I like, can I just say why, why I think it's okay to do it as an adult? Well, wait, well, I, I just want to say, say I just want to say, I just want to say, you know, we we did go trick or treating a couple times, and it it was fun. And you know, some people they liked it that we were trick or treating at this older age, and they gave us candy anyway. Anyway, well, okay, look, of course, it's like we should buy our own candy, but that's not part of it. The part of it is. The actual trick or treating is fun. Trick like, or treat? Well, it's we don't do the trick ever. I actually we'll talk about that. And just I've the never trick. done the trick. I hate. We'll talk about the trick. Actually, oh boy. Uh, but let me just say, I like it because it's there's some fun tradition in going up to houses and like having people see your costume. That's a cool costume or funny costume, and then them sort of like having you're having this interaction and they give you candy it's just some fun something fun about that sure, i like yeah. that people are giving candy and and we actually will you know i i like the idea of i, I wish we had a place where we can do it because i would love giving people candy but we've never been in a, i've never lived in a situation where i people would come up to my we, place we, and we, give candy we've I, never we uh, lived in a neighborhood that where kids would actually go trick-or-treating and it's also fun for me to Get the different candies. You know what I mean? See, like, oh, this house has some good candy. This house is bad. You candy. always want to get the Airheads. Any, no, but, ca- any any house that served, uh, or not served, but any house that uh, that gave out 
Airheads or Starburst. Mm, I love that. No, or other stuff, but it blow was just... Blow pops, even. I love Although getting, our mom wouldn't let us eat the blow I pops love, because they were, you can unwrap them and rewrap but them anyway. There's the, I love we this... We take a chance on it anyway sometimes. I love this sort of, this idea of a variety of different candies you can get, you know? And sure, you can buy them, but there's some fun aspect and to see like, oh, this house gave me this and this house gave me that. And also, it's fun seeing people's houses that are decorated so well. That video that Brennan and I made, we went to Beverly Hills... Which, by the way, has the most f- awesome-looking houses for our like Halloween. It's just really cool and neat. There's actually one house called the Witch's House that looks really neat. It's always done up, and it's well, a very it, famous house in, in in Beverly Hills. No, and it, it looks like the house from the Witches, right? From you didn't say that, but it looks like the house from the Witches, Raoul Dahl's The Witches, the movie, the movie that was. Uh, is that what they call? But it also looks like just the classic Witches. But house, I think right? it also looks like Doesn't the house it? from the Witches. I always thought that. I always, I always thought it was just to look like a witch's house or something. Anyway, uh, so that's another fun aspect. Now, the trick or in trick or treat, I never did a trick, but I actually didn't like it when kids. Here's the problem. I don't the, like. So we, we went when we went to Beverly Hills. You know. Okay, go on. Uh, come on, I let you go for a while. No, you've been going a no, long time. No, I just want to say this one thing. It was very. I was very anxious, not be, also because of going up to people's houses because I was playing this younger person, but. Also because these teenagers would be roaming around, not only with silly string, which would be fine, but they were, had eggs and stuff like that. I don't like that. And I just was afraid I was going to hit by one of these kids. I did not want to get hit because I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like, this, I don't like making people feel uncomfortable. You I don't know? like, it takes I, the fun. I, I don't like uh, when kids, you know, toilet paper, TP trees and houses. That's really mean. You know, it's, it's not. It's not nice. It's a form of graffiti, and I think that's bad, you know? Well, no, graffiti can be cool if it's, like, sanctioned, you know? No, no, no. You're thinking of graffiti art, which is different. I mean, I think graffiti, I think the definition of graffiti entails it not being permitted, right? Uh, I don't know, um, but there... I mean, graffiti. There anyway, is, but that, there, that's, by that's the way, not what a, graffiti art though okay, is an aspect Max, to it. That we're not is talking kind of about graffiti. Social, right now. okay, subversion. We're not which talking kind about of is a, in a, it, it's or governmental. We're not subversion. talking about graffiti. I, mean, I can right understand right that okay, in a way. Okay, you know, okay. but anyway, anyway I don't like uh, just you know because you know who has to clean that up afterwards is the people who live there. Now, if you wanted to do it and. You say, ah, the trick's on you, and then you go back later the next day and say, hey, I'm sorry, I'll clean this up. You know, I didn't, I just was having a little fun. I know, that's but the, okay, I guess. But the kinda. eggs, I, I don't, that's the worst part, because the tissue is just tissue, really. But, or like, what about but the, but dog, the, eggs, the dog poo in the bag, flaming bag? That's, oh, that's just the ding-dong ditch kind of a thing, but that's not trick-or-treat thing. The eggs, though, is a classic one, and I don't, that's just, like, messy and, like, I guess you were kind of playing a trick on people, you know, with Brent, you know, in the sense that it was like, what were you? That was a a bit of a trick, but that was a fun trick. I mean, come on, that was not... It didn't harm anybody. It didn't harm anybody, except for maybe their psyches, and I'm just kidding. It didn't do that. Um, No, that was an interesting experience. Um, Um, Now... uh, so what do you uh, what do you prefer, funny costumes or or scary costumes? Because let me tell you what, you guys, you check. asked me, you just asked me, well, but you're I, answering now. You know what? But you just talked for a lot, very long. I know, time. but I wasn't asking I know, a question but, of you. Uh, let me just preface it with saying because, and you guys at home should check up this video too on my sister's Instagram, Foxtails Brigade. Um, she did these videos. She only posted one so far. She went into a, a costume shop and they had she some did, bizarre. They had some masks. really bizarre masks. She wore one of a baby 
and it, one and a, a, of a dog. And but what made them a, bizarre is that underneath the mask, you can make the mouth the the mouth is moved with you talking, and that's what made them look very realistic and realistic bizarre. and bizarre. And my sister did these really funny voices with them, and so they're very funny. I think ultimately, I think I like funny costumes more than scary well, costumes. I here's the thing. I appreciate the art of of scary costumes and the work that's put into them if the if there is work put into them. Are there but any funny actually, costumes are are better, Okay, that I brings think. to mind. Are I there, think I love I appreciate a good funny costume. Are there actually any real scary costumes? Have you ever been a scare as scared by a costume? Um I have been a scared no, I. I mean, maybe when I was a kid, I, I'm sure somebody dressed on in full clown makeup, especially this year because of it and everything. And peop, that's a very big thing right now is clowns. I think that would be scary. You know, I didn't see it by the way. We'll get into this in a moment. Scary movies that happen occur around the time of Halloween. By the way, it though I haven't seen it. I, I'm not. You haven't I, seen it. It. I, I haven't seen it. The uh, the, the movie. The, it. the um. The uh, you know what do you call it? Uh, the uh, yes. proper noun or the the pronoun? Uh, wait, I haven't seen it or yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. The proper noun. Um, now, oh, so you haven't seen it, <laughs> Nikki? It's not funny. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, so uh, th- I mean, I have a problem with the the clown in this one. They're trying too hard with the way they look. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so. But um, it doesn't look like a clown. It, it just it makes looks, it. It doesn't. It looks. It too, doesn't look like a clown the way the Tim Curry. What, it what, looked like a clown. Right. The, what makes a clown scary is that it it has this idea of looking, you know, like a thing that is happy, happy, but is maybe demented on the inside, and also, but and there's something weird about the makeup and everything, and and it. What this one makes, it made it look supernatural, and that made it look silly and, like, well, overdone. Like, they're trying okay, too hard, okay. you know? We'll get to that in a second, though. But actually, uh, you know what are also scary to me are Venetian costumes for Carnival. Like, those I are kind of scary. Whoa, yes. Too loud, buddy. Um, I, those, are, those are scary because they're, they're beautiful because the Venetians really put a lot of work into them. They do. But... They're so scary because you, you can't don't see know. their emotion. There's no emotion There's behind no them. emotion. You don't know what's underneath that mask. And they act really weird to these uh, Italians. I know, I know. This one, I was trying to get a picture with one person, and she kept, she was like, she or he, she it, or it, yeah. or it, or they was like touching my back or something like that in a weird way. I was fine with it, I guess, but I mean, uh, it just was a bit of it was a, a bizarre situation. It was a bizarre situation, and it was a lot of fun, you know. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so let's get on to the topic of scary movies, well, I guess, that come oh, out. Well, real quick, we though. Doing, um, so just to finalize that one answer uh, or one related topic. So really, there we're not saying there is an age limit on trick or treating, or are we? I mean, look, if you're if you got kids, you shouldn't be going trick or treating. Well, no, here's the thing. I think this. I think if you feel as, uh, like an adult, then you shouldn't be trick or treating. But if you feel like you have some childlike do- dewy-eyed uh, innocence in you, dewy-eyed or dewy-eyed. Is it dewy-eyed? Yeah. 
Doe-eyed. Doe-eyed, right. Dewy-eyed. Wait, do you say dewy-eyed? Is that a thing? Yes, it is. If you have that kind of innocence in you still, then I say, even though you might be like our age, I say go for it. We maybe wait, wait for the kids to uh, maybe finish off most of their trick-or-treating and go catch the tail end of it. When the houses are winding down, and no, you can, I mean, I like just seeing the the kids. But you know, I still think it's cool it's to it just looks, walk. It, ma- it makes me feel like there's some festivities going. It's still on. cool it's to walk fun. around um, and just see. You you don't even have to at, go up to houses. It's cool to just walk through the areas, uh, the neighborhoods. Because here's the thing, you know, Max and I grew up in Hollywood, and we would have to drive to certain areas to really get a sense of like a real true neighborhood kind of tr- uh, Halloween experience. In order to trick-or-treat, you could just and, say that. And, but even then, I feel like it wasn't quite the way it would be in like the middle of America with, in suburbia where every, every house is decorated on the street. Um, we kind of got that experience in San Francisco a little bit in that Coal Valley. I know. That, that's what's cool. It was kind of this pocket of San Francisco so that was I very neighborhood in our experience, it's very cool for us to uh, to kind of look at and observe, you know, just kids uh, trick-or-treating and wearing these different costumes. I guess it makes us think of something that we see in the movies that we never actually got to experience that right. much, you know. Um, and uh, I, I will before, say... Oh, sorry. I just want to say... Um, also, I have fond memories of for Halloween. I mean... Uh, just we used to have this car- Halloween carnival. It was a yearly car- carnival at, at our elementary school, and there were games and candy and oh, prizes. You could and, win. Oh, and it was, it was very, very fun. fun. God, that was, and they had a haunted house. What was our go-to costume when we were younger? It was our karate outfits. We took karate and we would wear our karate. <laughs> we outfits. did that sometimes, but there were some fun ones too that uh, we were really young that we asked my mom to help us make. I remember being Batman. And my mom used construction paper to make the Batman stuff. You were stuff. Batman? I thought, uh, yeah, what's his name? That. Brian Volpe was Batman, right? No, I remember mom making, I think out of paper, she made the Batman costume or something like that. That's weird. It was, uh, I mean, it was very sweet of my mom. I just, you know, that makes me nostalgic. I remember when we were in elementary school, a lot of kids, especially when we were in first grade, a lot of kids were Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. That was that a was big, big back thing. then. The White Ranger. I remember a Red actually, Ranger. That was actually one of the prizes, actually. I think a friend of mine, I think Michael Benowitz won a a White Ranger doll, actually, or something like that. You know what's funny is... Um, or action figure, whatever And then as we it. got older, we got less into... It, it was, for us, as we got older, it was less about uh, dressing up in costume and more about just getting as much candy, candy as, we as we wanted. Because at one point we just started wearing, cause we played hockey, roller hockey. So we started wearing our skates so we could get, uh, get to houses faster. And, and we, we were, we were a, a hockey Jersey. We were a hockey player. And yeah, we, we'd say we're a hockey player. You know, it, it was kind of cheap in a way, but we would wear masks at least sometimes, you know, uh, sometimes I know. I remember we had this spray, at one point, it was like this blue spray that made our hair blue for like just a day or something. Right. Um, but anyway, that was a good method. By the way, kids, if you're listening, if you want to get as much, you candy, want to get as as much as candy as possible, wear some roller skates. But I'll tell you this. Or rollerblades. One should not eat that much candy, especially at our age. But look, you don't have to eat it all at once. I know, but you know what? I guess kids take advantage of it while you still can because when you get older, you start getting digestive problems and heartburn 
and all sorts of uh, maladies, afflictions, you know, and I don't, but wait, hold that on. you're not going to find pleasant, you know, so enjoy it while you still can. I, I do also remember being very young and our mother dressed us up as pirates, actually. And oh, I think she, fun. I think she gave us like marked our faces with like, like beards, facial hair. Actually, it was, oh, it's a very. Oh, I very like thinking about those memories, times. Yeah. You know, I mean, we were so we were young. so young and had no worries. Uh, no oh, worries. Boy. Our mom, you know, well, she, she was, was a good, she was a great mother. She was a great mother. She still, she is a great mother. But also, you know, makes me think about these kids, Max and Nikki, who were so young, and those kids. Whatever happened to those? Whatever happened to those? Uh, you know, doe-eyed whippersnappers. What, what was the word? God, there's a funny thing. What in happened Frasier. to those kids? I mean, they're they're just so. Oh, oh! When did those young kids grow up to be such fuddy duddies? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing from that, Frasier. It's so funny. No, but it's true. It's just like you know, what cute kids. You know, I mean, if I may say so myself, we were such cute. You kids. are saying so yourself. We, we were kids, and I'm not allowing we were, you to. We were say. cute kids, I must say. You know. Um. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh, that that makes me. You know, it, it makes you nostalgic and uh, brings a tear of nostalgia to your eyes. I guess. In any event, um, but what um, else are we gonna say? Oh, uh, uh, I, well, before we get to horror movies, Halloween parties. That is a big thing. We didn't even. Uh, okay, well, we can talk about the that afterwards. No, because I think horror movies is its own thing. Because right. we're talking about because it doesn't. You know. Okay, Halloween parties. Uh, Halloween parties well, or parties? Well, one would I, I would respond. What do I think of parties in general? In general, in general, no. I don't think I really care for going uh, to parties. I disagree. Parties can be fun once in a blue Who, whoever's running once, the parties once in a blue horned moon. A party can be fun, but in a lot of times, and I know this sounds like I'm a prude, but you know, if there's alcohol at a party. Excuse you know, me. people are carrying around like beer, you know, cups of beer. I don't want, and if it's packed in there, I don't want to take a chance of beer spilling on me or something. I know that sounds prudish, but I don't like being around that, you know? I mean, parties can well, be that's fun also once just in a being, blue corn That's moon. just being at like any club or any, sure, any, uh, even in bars that are crowded. I, I basically, we went to a, uh, I actually just have a problem about people carrying drinks. We did comedy around tonight, and me. there was, there were people with these, you know, these cocktails and these martini glasses where they were filled to the top and they're walking right by me. And I just thought, these could spill on me on yeah, accident. I just don't I didn't like that. that. That That's irrelevant of, I mean, it, it is relevant to parties, but it's just more about like, what about basically parties? people's, parties. people's uh, motor skills are, are inhibited a bit, of course, when they're drinking. And then, so they're not being as careful with what and they're if carrying. they're wearing a know? mask on Halloween, they can't even see what they're doing, maybe. It makes it tougher. Their peripheral vision uh, is obscure. I guess that's a problem. But I actually do like Halloween parties often, too. And they can be fun. It's like, there could be dance, dancing, and like, uh, other stuff. Sure, uh, no, dancing. Um, as long as it's not some stupid Halloween party, um, I guess Halloween parties can be fun. Halloween uh, parties can be fun, and you can do some fun things at your Halloween sure, party. Sure, yeah. I you think, can play games. Oh, I like the idea of playing games. Yeah, that could be fun. I guess when it comes down to we're very much in touch with the the kid inside of us. Well, it's just... It's, and we like playing games, and we like uh, enjoying things the way about, it's uh, not about, kids might it's have. It's not about... Might, I know. mean, yes, we're in touch with kids... 
this kid side of us, but it's not about that. It's more about being in touch with I'm what I'm very much is in touch real, with actually. the little boy inside of well, me. Well, it's more... It's, if you know what I mean. Yeah, okay. I get it. But it's more about being in touch with what actually makes us happy and instead of the perceived thing that people are supposed to like. You know what I mean? In other words, we see these things in movies. As you grow older, you're supposed, you're supposed to like certain things or aspects about parties and stuff. But, um, you know... Uh, why is it that playing games and doing things that you might have done when we were younger, why does that have to go out of fashion when you're older, you know? Right. And that, that's I, not necessarily being in touch with your kid side. It's just being in touch with what is real, actually. You know what I, I mean? I will say, like, if you go... An authentic. The kind of parties I don't like in general are the parties where you would find, you know, girls that kind of dress slutty uh, as as an excuse... or. They'll they'll use Halloween as an excuse to dress slutty, and that's their costume. And I think, you know, the kind of parties where that you would find that might be less fun because it's kind of like it's more like Halloween's being used as an excuse to be to, wild, or as to no to have a party, basically. Well, to have a a party, no, not a party. Whereas, whereas you a, can actually have a Halloween party, which could be fun. You yeah, know? exactly. It's almost like okay, where's the Halloween spirit in this party? Right. You know, um, and that brings up the whole idea of like, um, you know, what's an appropriate costume for Halloween? I'm, I'm not one to say. I, I think you can dress however you want, but um, sure, dress however you want. But you know, it's like know that certain people might get offended. Look, also, um, by the way, Nikki, depends. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad... I mean, look, if the woman or the girl wants to dress like that, by all means, Sure, that's fine. No, that's not what I'm saying, though. I'm just saying, like, you might tend to find... I'm generalizing. So here. what you're saying I'm generalizing is, here. You why is t- it that on Halloween sh- they next, feel that they are allowed what to dress I'm saying. that way? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying parties where you might tend to find girls dressed like that might be not the kind of parties that I like to attend. I might like to attend. Well, I mean, hey, I might like to attend. With that BDSM, that big dick size max. Shut up, Nikki. God. (laughs) Um, I like to to attend them parties. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of kidding around. I actually don't. I don't know. I mean, Uh, it depends on. You don't really know. You don't really know. To, To be honest, like, okay, on Halloween in the past, actually, even in college, I. I have gone to a frat before to see what it was like. And Fraternities for, are gross. And they're just we don't gross. like them. We do, I, I always hated going to the rare fraternity party that I went right, to. Right, but when you're like in it the was, beginnings of college, you're trying to figure out where to do have fun stuff. No, you know? no. I mean, not really. You're just like, oh, your friends want to go to this party for a little bit. You're like, okay, I hate fraternities. Well, that's though. what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know what to do. No, honestly, my friends many, are doing some. It given particular night, you know, and well, but I know what I'm saying is like, no, but the way you said it, it was almost as if, Oh, you, you're trying to find friends. So you went to like, that's not, that wasn't the case with no, you. No, I wasn't trying to find friends at the fraternity. I'm just saying I was trying to find, so I was to trying to have something to find something to do actually, you know, and I didn't know what to do actually. And well, I that's the whole thing. And I guess I'll go to a fraternity party cause my friends are going there. They were always boring actually. Um, believe it or not, the most fun parties in college were unaffiliated with a fraternity or sorority, unaffiliated with even a co-op. The most fun... The co-ops could be fun sometimes, but but the most fun ones are... No, but they also the could apartment. be uncomfortable because there was a lot of, you know, there could be drug use and uh, 
but not even just that, but like <laughs> naked guys around. And I guess if that's your thing, then that's okay. Like he's coming off such as like such a prude right now. But they're but the most fun. Were it, like it is, the. Uh, it is, I think what Nikki's saying is there's there is some. There's promiscuity a lot in college, you know? Well, I mean, you know, that's fine. Or hey, debauchery, I, I guess. I guess what Nikki's saying is it, it's not about the... Actually, what it is, it's it might be naked people that are kind of gross, actually. Right, I, mean, right. I hate to say it. It's right. just naked people co-ops are, gross. are actually very gross. But sorry. anyway... Both fraternities and co-ops are just kind of gross places to be at, actually. But uh, the best parties would be actually, believe it or not, the theater parties, you know? Like... Uh, they were just for some reason they were fun and this one party I remember just we started all playing Beatles Rock Band and we were just singing along to the songs on Beatles Rock Band that was very fun everybody at this party we were all just you know screaming at the top of our lungs uh, what's going on? No, just kidding. But we were screaming at the top of our lungs all these Beatles songs, and everybody and just, just, just to tell you along. It was there great. were there was alcohol there too. Just to, I just don't want Nick people to get the impression that Nikki is opposed to parties that have alcohol. In Although them. to be honest, actually, I mean we've talked about this in other episodes. I am in general opposed to alcohol use. Um, yeah, but you can't be a, opposed on, to, on a on a regular basis, right? But. Look, people are going to drink at a party, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I just, that's going to happen. They don't right? have to be, not, not, uh, I, I will say this, um, if you were to have a party with your closest friends, I don't think alcohol would really need to be a factor. It No, it doesn't need to be a factor, but people are, it's not going to be a factor in the enjoyment of the party, but people are they might drink anyway, though. You know, it's like uh, Laura's, our sister's wedding party was fun, you know. I mean, there was alcohol there, but it wasn't like a factor in making the party enjoyable for people. But people did it anyway because... Not not everybody. Not every. I know. Actually, the people who were your closest friends, you know, well, I mean, I it's guess a couple true. of them. I mean, a couple of them were drinking, though, you know. They weren't drinking heavily, though, but they might have partook in some some. Sure, alcohol. I guess you're right. I'm just trying to but say, there's certain like... certain people who... I, basically, I know I, I'm people, sounding prudish. What I'm, I'm sounding say, prudish again, I'm but saying Nikki's I don't like... Prudish I, I don't... I, I, you shouldn't be... I'm just saying I'm, you shouldn't I know I sound frown prudish. down on people doing what they may want to do. Okay, you but know what I'm saying? I, I know I sound prudish, but I prefer it when people don't drink. That's all I'm saying. Sure. I, I guess I get that, actually. I understand that. And guess, you do too. I do. I do prefer when people don't drink. Actually, I mean, when it comes down to it, I like for them to be of uh, have their mental faculties intact because that's what I like about them. Actually, I like them. They're unique, and I selves. want them to be able to enjoy themselves. Um, in no, a but if they if they want to enjoy themselves mind. and they want to drink, I'm not. I'm not opposed to them enjoying themselves. In other words. I want them to do whatever they want so that they can enjoy themselves. As long as it's not to, making me, it's, as long as it's not used in order to enjoy themselves. Right, exactly. Uh, if no, well, it's, to, it to is, facilitate enjoyment. Right, but it is it is helping them enjoy a little bit. That's why they're drinking. I, and I right? don't like that though. I prefer them to not do that though. I know, but I ultimately think that. But we've talked about this before. I, I but if I'm thinking about it more clearly though. I prefer them to do something that makes them, puts them in a state of comfortability so that I, so that they feel 
enjoyment too. You know, no, what I, mean? I feel like if they were truly a good friend, they wouldn't need that to make them feel truly comfortable around. You're you. true on that. You're true on that. You're true on that. You're true on that. But I guess what I'm driving at is that I do. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, I guess you're right about that, Nikki. But, so, um, well, I get hold line. I just oh, okay. just to put this, you know, to rest. I'm just saying, like, hey, if you want to drink, go ahead. That's fine. Uh, I guess I would prefer you didn't, but like, I'm not going to stop you, and because I don't want to, I don't want you to feel imp- any imposition upon you, you know, which might. And that might make them feel not enjoyment is what I'm trying to say. You get what I'm saying? So I get what you're saying, but you know, that would cause them to maybe they should seek counseling. No, and that's look not- in deep inside themselves and realize, oh, why is it that I would need to this to make myself feel more at ease? That's a whole no, other thing. No, it, it's not about them feeling more at ease. They might just think, Oh, this is you know, I maybe you're right about that actually. It's it's society, you know. Really, is what it is. There's a construct in society that's it makes people think. Oh, you need to have a drink. And I should have a drink because I'm at a party, and that helps me relax. But it's like, why can't you relax without it? I don't know. Some people actually do need it. You know, they it puts them at ease. You know, and they don't need it, but they feel they need it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was talking to a friend of mine before, and he was like, "Look, he's like, I know it's not a great thing, but." It does relax me a little bit. Well, he's like, he I don't just said he said it was not a great thing though. I know, but he's like, but you know, everyone has their own things. You know what I mean? Like, some people are a little more on edge and more nervous when there's a whole bunch of people around them. You know what I mean? And something that calms them down. And so not, why it, just put themselves in, in that hell in the first place? Why go to a party? Because they want. If wanna, that seems to not be a comfortable place for them, then why be there? Well, no, it's it's more like oh, because. When they're and again, but again, and again, I would I would we suggest talking, them to seek counseling no, Nikki, to help them get over their nervousness or fear of being in a group like that. You okay, know, but without without the uh, the the influence of alcohol. it's not it's it's also just kind of it it takes the edge off for them when they're talking to people, and you're saying seek counsel for that. But, you know, they may not be that type of person, actually. Max, is that, let me ask you something, because no, this is something we talked about. You, you could say you. you could say you can, maybe you're right. I just agree with you. Let me finish. Can I finish? I'm not saying, you could say, um, oh, maybe they should see counsel for that. Maybe they should. But at the same time, if you think about it, is it technically a bad thing? Because they're not drinking in an inordinate amount yes, of alcohol. it is a, a bad thing. Why is it a bad thing? Because they need an outside substance to why is that help ba- them relax. Why is that inherently bad, though? Well, I guess it's not in the sense that some people need to take, like, uh, pills to help them feel right? relaxed. Exactly. Um, and people... Like, they people, need to take antidepressants, and I'm, I'm okay with that. But right? I think it's because alcohol actually does... Ch- it kills brain cells, you know? No, it, does, it, it doesn't, though, actually, Nikki. It does. It, kill, it, it makes you stupider. It makes you stupider. For that moment, just look it up, Nikki. That's actually a fallacy. They, I looked it up, actually, recently, after we had that podcast. It doesn't kill brain cells. It actually inhibits them. For, it inhibits neuron firing at the time, uh, and it might s- subdue or suppress those actions of those brain cells, but... It'll eventually go back to normal, though. I think unless uh, you continue to do it in in, in just uh, too much, actually, all the time, 
then you will start killing brain cells. But if you're doing it like once every so often, you know, it doesn't, and not an inordinate amount, you know. I, I actually think that if you need alcohol anytime to help you relax, then that's a bad thing. Like, I, I know this sounds like controversial, but I think if you need alcohol, uh, if you ever need alcohol, that's a bad thing. And in fact, I think alcohol should, alcohol use should be uh, reduced to, um, just once in a while, actually. Okay, but like I don't think people should be doing it every day or even every other day. Maybe once a week. Um, maybe not even that. You know. Yeah. Okay. That's Ultimately, not the point. That's I was. I that's not the point I was trying to make. But this is. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. What I'm posing this question here. Okay, why is that different than taking an antidepressant or something like that? Well, here's the difference: is that. Um, an antidepressant helps cure or helps battle um, chronic depression, which is a a mental uh, malady. Malady, actually, that where your brain and mind, your your psychology, In other words, psychology is malfunctioning, and so, and you, so you can't pill, actually you deal need, with it on you, a. A therapeutic level, you right. can't you actually. Need, you need this pill to help regulate um, your chemical, your act, chemical balance. balance I guess. I your, guess. Yeah. Whereas your hormonal balance. So I guess, I guess what you're, you're saying, if you're taking alcohol to to put your mind at ease uh, about other things, you're actually just avoiding and not dealing with the problem at hand in a way. Right. Because you don't take alcohol is not used to treat. Uh, mental uh, instability or mental, any kind of mental malady, actually. Right. Well, anyway, we're spending way too much time. We already had a whole conversation on this. Check out our other pod, uh, podcast Which was episode. alcohol in, the, in and out of and outside of the, the media. And we had somebody, a friend who did drink alcohol to, to offer um, arguments. Or, yeah. Uh, anyway, but, um, but I just want to talk briefly about... There was a, a thing that happened at Yale University. What is it, a couple years uh, ago or something? Maybe like that? a couple years ago now, where um, there was a, a party going on off campus, um, unaffiliated with the university, but being uh, held by university students, uh, where um, there was somebody dressed up in some sort of uh, Nazi kind of paraphernalia. No, it or, wasn't Nazi. Like it was just they were. I think they were dressed in blackface. Actually. Oh, they might have been dressed in blackface. It was. It um, was anyway, it was a. Obviously, that is very inappropriate. Um, but students were uh, suggesting that the the. Um, faculty, you know, and the head of the faculty should uh, say something about it and ban those students from uh, having parties like that or... or You're getting this wrong. Okay, say. Basically, what happened was, I, I think it was blackface, whatever it may be, it was racially inappropriate. And uh, the university issued a statement in Halloween. They... You can't force somebody to dress. You can't force them well, how they're I was supposed getting to dress. Right. The but students no, were demanding. No, that's not what. Let me finish what I'm going to say. The university issued something saying, "Look, we suggest just to offer to make your Halloween a better and you know more enjoyable, safe place. We suggest you don't do these certain things in your Halloween. Make wise decisions." 
Then post that, one of the professors, uh, this woman issued something to her students that said something like, basically, she said, she said something oh, the to the The students were complaining about the party, or else she wouldn't have issued the statement. No, the, that's, she said, she issued a statement saying, I don't think the university should, should be trying to enforce certain things about the way your costumes should be. Because you guys are smart people and you can... You guys are adults. You guys are adults and can challenge and talk to these people that are doing these things yourselves and also make the wise decisions yourselves. Especially if the party is unaffiliated directly with the university. Um, but Max, she said that statement because students were complaining about the, the party that had went on where these okay, kids were whatever. dressed in blackface. Um, now... She was basically saying, like, you know, your student, you, you guys are at a time when you should be challenged and think about these things and stand up for yourselves kind of a thing. Don't you know? let us baby you. you right, know? right. Uh, college is a time to grow. And, um, but lo and behold, these for some students reason, wanted to be she was being So the, the professor is being very progressive in her and, thought, actually. And pragmatic, actually. And, and, like, and she actually wasn't saying... She was saying, I think she was also being very diplomatic about it too and saying like, you know, those are awful costumes, but I should just let you know, you we, know, I life also, is full of challenges like that. She also you know? said something to the degree of, we can't prohibit anybody from doing anything off campus. It's not our job to do that, you know? Right, right. Um, which it isn't. And so uh, students- There was at, a backlash students, against that letter. Students at Yale, there are certain students who, and this is sort of my problem with uh, the PC culture right now amongst PC millennials. Unlike millennials, is they did uh, complain to the faculty, especially this one faculty member, about one faculty the statement member. that she made, and uh, they wanted to be babied about it. You know, they they wanted her to enforce stricter uh, dress code for Halloween or for any kind of parties. No, well, she thought, they thought for some weird reason that she was being politically incorrect by saying that they can't, uh, that they should for some reason not challenge themselves and talk to these people or that we can't tell these people to not wear these things or there was some weird backlash for that reason. It and was like, um, her, this woman's husband got involved. And they involved. kept saying, yeah, her husband got involved. And, and God, he, man, the, husband, the husband was uh, like the dean of that school or something no, like that. No, well, I, for, in a weird way, I don't know why they call him masters. But it's kind of, uh, he was like, he and his wife lived he was in like the building. Like he, he was, was the like, master of that building, basically. He was, he was the headmaster, I guess, if you will, of... Of this this building or school? No, it was the building of, where where a lot of the students this section, slept, basically. This section of Yale University, and he uh, came out in support of his wife, and you know was trying to uh, appease these students who were just like to know uh, they they had to no, no avail, and they, they kept had complaining no, and came kept out, saying he came that, outside. He came out, so there was a protest from these students and this husband of this woman came outside to calm them down and have an open, you know, fair discussion about the issue, you know, and try to be civil about it. But the, these young millennial students ha were not going to have that. They were not, they were not They're open not, to having civil discourse about the issue. Right. And they were not open to 
uh, different perspectives on these things. They're just if if they think they're right, they they're right basically, and and they're not open to. Which is a problem, actually. In that's what that's the kind of thing that's actually kind of we problem. try to tackle in our podcast is trying to approach subjects from all sides, right? And not take even though this whole discussion about alcohol makes me seem to be very stubborn about it. Right, but, but Max is Max is trying to offer the other perspective. To, by do, the way, not try, Nikki isn't. We do try to offer uh, all perspectives on issues and try to. Um, uh, you know, consider those. Right. And, and that's the and problem with PC d- culture is amongst millennials is they don't try to consider other perspectives. Other views. You know? And by the way, it's just as bad with as the an alcohol, extreme right wing. With the alcohol thing and everything, if you do person. disagree, uh, and the reason we are inclusive of other perspectives, please feel free to write and comment and, comment and tell us if maybe we are wrong and just tell us. Or maybe you disagree, maybe not, you not necessarily that we're wrong, but that you disagree with us or maybe try to enlighten us with a different opinion. Exactly. And maybe because exactly. we are open to changing our minds on subjects. Sometimes, right, you know? right, right, um, right. Anyway, uh, so what happened was, and they kept saying, this is such a PC culture millennial thing to say. They didn't feel like they were in a safe space. These privileged students at Yale Who University, going to one of the, the, one of the best universities the in the country, U.S. News and World Report, uh, yes, number two or three best university in the country. Yeah, and they, she, one of the students kept saying she didn't. The professor forgot she was. I get one of the students was in her in the the professor outside outside trying to calm the uh, the people down. She was in one of his classes, and she she kept like saying, "She was like, do you even remember my name?" And she's like, "Sorry, I don't know." And she's like, "Well, I had your class like three years ago, or something like that." And he's like, "I'm he sorry, has hundreds of students. He's got a lot of students, and it's just like, how is he going to remember?" I, I apologize for not remembering your name. And boy, this guy was a champion that night because. He really kept his cool. He kept his cool when when all these students. I probably would have lost my cool in that moment because it's so easy to lose your cool amongst people who will just not being aggressive, being aggressive, antagonistic, antagonistic, and stubborn, or antagonizing, letting down. Especially if you're one against many, it's it it really showed how young these students actually were and how unwilling to. And some of them were um, just like on their like looking on quote-unquote protesting and then looking down at their phones and that's just another example of like this culture this millennial culture of not and it proved that up his wife's letter correct that they're not willing to um uh face the challenges of, of reality an and of, of, an, of what an adult does and that's and that what they're college just like, is supposed to teach that they're you not do. they're not handling confrontation well they're looking down at their phones and not being able to handle the confrontation in a civil Discussion. And watch the video because it's really appalling. I mean, these these Yale students are like yelling at the, this this guy and and screaming and crying, and he's really like playing it cool. He's really like handles it like a true adult. And um, um and, and by, you know, by the way, but what ended up happening was both he and his wife ended up resigning. Really, is that what yeah, happened? Yeah, it, which is very oh, unfortunate. God, that is so they unfortunate. They kind of got pushed out of their positions over such a petty issue. Oh, in over my their opinion. professorships, or just the that situation that I think like master a, situation. I think they might have resigned from Yale University. I do. By the way, I'm I not, should say it. It is weird. The reason I said it's weird to, that they're called masters is because the coalition of students that were protesting were predominantly black students. Well, 
people uh, of color, actually. It uh, wasn't necessarily... No, I, I think you're wrong about that, actually. No, wait, in the video, isn't it mostly black students? No, no, it's not. Oh, okay. I maybe. mean, there are black students there, and there, it, there's just a lot of... There's, it's a diverse group of people. In, in, oh, okay. Well, anyway, the term master is very dated, and it, it's weird that they're Within okay. the context of this situation, it's weird that, they're, that the, this... Well, no, it's weird. Adult that is being called the master. Well, I, weird, I just thought that no, was kind of it's, weird. It's weird that the students are okay with referring to him as mast as a master when <laughs> when they're arguing for something else related to racial injustice or something like right. that. It's like okay, you should be arguing against the use of this term master. That's that's something that the university is re- is responsible for and that they should get rid of. It seems so. Um, you know, I don't know, backward, you know. Right, well, anyway, backward thinking, we started looking at posts other people had, and a lot of people disagree with the students, actually. Um, and this one guy was very uh, well conversant in the topic and very succinct, was saying, he was like, look, the students were being really uh, ignorant to the situation. Um, the wife didn't really need to send out that letter because it's like, okay, if you were really trying to make them challenge themselves, then you actually didn't need to even send that out. Uh, And two, actually, he's like, I don't see a problem with the university uh, suggesting guidelines. They weren't actually telling them what to do. They were just suggesting guidelines for costumes, which isn't a bad thing, actually. I I think that's actually a good thing. But basically, he was saying, look, these students were being so unfair to this guy Okay, and like yeah. being like okay. safe space. This is somebody. This is another guy's opinion. We don't really need to talk. We don't need to dwell on it oh, too much. Oh, sure. But I agreed with that guy a lot. But the point is, uh, so costumes. You know, obviously, think about what you're going to wear if it if it's might offend anybody because you don't want to wear an offensive costume. But if somebody ends up wearing an offensive costume, don't depend on somebody else to tell them not to wear that costume to make you feel better about it. Approach that person yourself and tell them, hey, I think this costume is offensive. Um, I would... And and discuss with them why. And discuss with them why it's offensive and, you know, ask them to change out of it if if they are willing, you know? And try to make them see the error of their ways, you know? Right, right, right. Um, And then also on the the PC tip, though, (laughs) if, if the costume in question is uh, ambiguous, actually, to what it means. And maybe you perceive it as being offensive, but maybe they didn't, and and it might be ambiguous. Discuss with them still, you know? And then maybe you can also see that you could see both sides on that situation. Anyway, Uh, um, there's just just a couple... No, there's not a final thing. What? Because we wanted to talk about haunted houses. Oh, boy, that is another thing to talk about. Because here's the thing about haunted houses is... They can be scary. scary. And what do I think of them? If you like being scared, go for it. I, I mean, know I because think they're, they're cool. They're kind of cool. But there God, is, they can be traumatic, I'll they, tell you yeah, what. Yeah, some of them can be very scary. You know what are traumatic is the ones at Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, oh, my God. There's a, my sister was a part of the haunted house. Oh, no. Actually, this was at oh. some church, actually. I'm thinking I don't about know what it. you're talking about. I remember this guy with a chainsaw thing. That, that was looked, at a church, actually. That No, that was like where our old... Like Mother's Day Out thing. Yeah, like that was at a church, wasn't Something it? like that. Mother's Day Out, by the way, for us was like pre- nursery school. It was a nursery, nursery school base. It was like pre, pre, uh, pre, 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 p
oh god, that really scared me. This guy with a chainsaw. Or Basically, these dead I'm scared piece of- bodies that seemingly were dead on the floor, and then they would like move and make a noise, and it was like, oh, that makes you jump, you know? Well, yeah, things that uh, go bump in the night. No, no, things that basically seem like they could exist in real life, like the chainsaw thing, that's scary to me. Um, things like all of a sudden moving that weren't moving before, that just gives you a little bit of a chill. But too, I will you know? say haunted houses, they're scary. They're kind of fun, though. In a there, weird way, there is a, even though I don't like being scared, they are kind of fun to go there through. There is a fun thing element. about being scared in a way. But as I get, I, 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 the more and more I think about it, though, I don't like being scared. I don't though. like being scared. And, you know, go for it, though. If you like haunted houses, go and for like it. And, like, if they, the haunted house is d- done up, and you can also appreciate how much work is put into it, which is fun, too. Which is, I, I like that aspect And that of can it. be cool. But, uh, and same with, like, uh, you know... Watching Home Improvement when we were younger, like the way he would do up his house and stuff, uh, Tim Allen. Oh, see, that's something that you can cut out because okay, that's like fine. not important, you know. Sure, okay. Um, but you know, go for it. I ultimately like don't don't like being scared, which is why I ultimately do not like horror movies. Which is our last thing that we want well, to discuss about uh, Halloween. Well, um, well, go ahead. Now, I can appreciate the cinematic quality of a horror movie, a good made, a well made horror movie. Um, such as Rosemary's Baby, which is a good movie, scary, or Jacob's Ladder, good movie, very scary, um, or even something like Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, which has scary elements in it, not necessarily a horror movie, more like a thriller. Now, but what I find most scary are things, as Max said before with The Haunted Houses, things that could actually exist in real life. Um, so this is why, like, you know, for instance, I will just tell you, um, Something like Evil Dead uh, or Evil Dead 2, I actually like watching that because there is a certain camp to it that is purposeful. And it can't and really it happen. It doesn't in real life. really, can't really happen. Although there are certain, so that would, although it, that There's can't a, really happen either. But there well, is, no, but they, a, 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 killer, clown, a clown can clown, happen. And yeah. I will tell you, when I was a young, oh, lad, young lad, young lass, the, actually, the, the, the movie It, the original movie, it was actually Tim a mini series. It was a mini series on TV. John actually. Ritter was in it as well. Um, it's actually that's, not that great. But, uh, yeah, it's not that great, but it's and the ending is so stupid. But you know, I will say this: spiders. it really scared the hell out of me, and I was scared for a very long time, years. Nikki uh, couldn't take a shower I was by himself. Trauma- I was traumatized by this clown. We watched it when we were eight, and I think that this new it doesn't evoke the same feeling. Well, we haven't seen it. We haven't but seen the, it. the image of this new clown doesn't evoke that because it doesn't look like a real clown. Right. It looks exactly. like it something looks supernatural. Like, it, looks, it looks like they're trying too hard to make it look scary. You know what I mean? And that's what makes it not scary. Um, but now, with that but said, also knowing, though, who the actor was underneath, it's also a different thing. Tim Curry, Tim Curry though, he's kind of, was a, is a scary guy in general, though. Although... Good actor, very good actor. Yeah, I can imagine him being a nice guy in real life, though. Um, but yeah, horror movies. I just don't like being scared. You know, what can I say? I don't like being a scared. But horror movies can be have a certain camp to them that are fun, actually, too. At the same time, and they may be scary on a not that seriously scary. Right. Point. I mean, I will say, and I like, like that. Watching I guess, I something like um, Children of the Corn, it's supposed to be scary, but if you look at it now, it's like really really 
not scary, but also pretty campy, and it's really funny, too. Or something like American Werewolf in London or something like that. Oh, that's funny. That's, that's kind of a funny and fun movie, actually. And same with something like... Um, well, I think most horror movies... Maybe um, something like Pet Cemetery too. Although that th- was kind of scary. I think though. we're a little desensitized as we've grown as a culture, as we've progressed as a culture. And so movies from the 60s or 70s or even 80s, they're right. not as scary to us because either the special effects are kind of bad or like you can see that... Wait, what is the you movie again? Uh, you know, The Spinning what, Head, what's her name? The Exorcist. Yeah, that was like really scary for people. The movie? I just can't remember... Like the, maybe the most famous I know, horror I just, movie of all time. I just was having a brain absinthe... Abs, abs, brain abscess? Is that the, can I say that? Uh, I don't know about that. A brain... Something happened with my brain at that time. Um, I couldn't remember the name. But uh, The Exorcist... Um, People thought that was the scariest movie of all time when they saw it, but is it that scary though? I mean, I don't think so, but uh, I will say certain movies hold up, like Rosemary's Baby, that is scary, or Jacob's Ladder, scary. Um, I haven't seen those actually. And, but ultimately, uh, I I don't. Oh yeah, or something like even the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, scary because it could happen in real life. Didn't that wasn't that based on a thing, real thing? Mm, I don't know about that, but I I don't like being scared. And I prefer not to watch horror movies. It's just not my cup of tea. Okay, but what about... Is Poltergeist, what about that? Mm. I like that movie, though. Poltergeist 3. But it's not really scary, right? I was scared of it when I was was younger. But if you look at it now, it's not that scary. But I will say, uh, yeah, I don't like being scared. And ultimately, on Halloween, and this is what it comes down to, is I like Halloween and I enjoy it. But I don't like being scared. So on Halloween, I prefer to laugh and have a good time and not be scared. I also like seeing the... I mean, I haven't, I would like to go see it in New York this time around, but they have like a parade of people with costumes. I went to the Castro one back way back when they used to have it in, the, in San Francisco. And boy, was it fun seeing all these different costumes. It was really neat, you know? So uh, the final word is Halloween... It can be fun, and it is fun. It's a fun um, holiday. It's I a like fun it. holiday, as other holidays are. Fun. I love it. I love. T- I love it, and I love candy. I love candy. I don't I like love being scared, but you don't need to be scared on Halloween. You can just have fun. You can just have a good time. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Tune in next time. <laughs>